Hello, hello, hello. It's your favorite insect, Ant. And we're finally back with another Not For Real podcast episode. Round of applause for me to overcome procrastination. Anyway. This one's a special one. I'm sorry, I just had to take a bite of my oatmeal raisin cookie. Don't judge me. Um, I know this is like literally my third episode, but this is like, I feel like the probably most coolest one so far. Or the first one in a series of cool ones. Actually, you know what? I'm lying. All my episodes so far have been pretty cool. So, but this one's pretty nice. Um, basically, to make long story short, um, you know, our full moon just passed, our Virgo full moon just passed. So of course, you know, old things were popping up for people, and especially on the bridge of a spring equinox, this is sort of time to clean. So whoever popped up, you probably needed to clean them anyway. Um, so of course, for my full moon, they said, hey, clean up your ex. And I was like, oh, that's great. Um, and literally, I shit you not, the first night he came over, he brought over this like fat ass paper bag of just like vinyl records and i was like where did you get them from he's like nah i just literally bought this off of this homeless man like he wasn't asking money for it but i just like slid him 10 bucks but these are all pretty good records and he left them because he had just got off of work so but they're still here like he obviously forgot about them so that's how i know this the impulse purchase because you know if you have this if you have this large of a record collection in your hands that you would really just got for like only 10 bucks when in reality you really didn't even have to pay for it anyway. And you just was like, you know what? Like, screw it. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to buy these. Then you're on some, you're on something else. That, and also I don't feel bad for taking these. Um, Before anyone asks, I don't feel bad about taking these because he already has about two, three crates of just vinyl records at his house. And barely any of them get touched. So I was not about to have them trapped at his house collecting dust and dog fur. Even though I don't have a vinyl player, but we're going to get one. And each one of them are getting played and loved. And that's on Perioso. Anyway. Sorry, I wanted to chew my... I'm still eating the cookie. I'm sorry. This is a pretty good cookie, though. You can't be mad. But yeah. This episode today is going to be about the vinyls that are in there. Now, there's a lot. There's a lot. I only, I'm only covering the first 10 I pulled out of there. Um, I'm going to be uploading the photos for all the covers and the vinyls later, too, onto the Tumblr account. So if you guys want to check those out, feel free. Um, I'm also going to try to upload it on the Twitter. Just I would recommend not to hold your breath for that one because I'm the account got locked like the second day in, which really sucked because the second day of having us up, Boldy James retweeted that first article I wrote uh, the night at the NBA Leather Tour. He re- uh, retweeted or he reposted the link for it on his Twitter. So, yeah. And we literally got locked that same day. So, um, I still don't know why it's locked. 
it just keeps saying your account is locked and I haven't got a formula of email or anything explaining what in the community guidelines it got locked for. So if you see Twitter at her, at her, so we could not be locked. I mean, or if you decide to propose this and share this, please at the Twitter account, it'll be in the description as far as well as the Tumblr account. Um, yes, I am high. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm talking, I'm trying to listen to Solange, I'm trying to savor this cookie and then also get into this. But yeah, I'm just going over the first 10. I'm low-key thinking probably for the month of April, just going through the rest of them because I feel like there's a vinyl for each day. So that's my challenge for April. So the rest of those vinyls I will be covering throughout the month of April. Keep an ear out. Some might get a whole episode. Some might just get like a little blip in another episode type thing. But it's going to be one for every day of April. I don't know how many days of April there are, but I feel like there's probably a lot. Anyway, let's get into it. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. You don't understand how excited I am about this because literally the very first one I pulled, I literally crap you not. The first vinyl I pulled out of that bag was Al Green. Girl, it was Al Green. Like, I don't want to hear no back talk. I don't want to hear no type of back talk because your girl saw Al Green. And mind you, this is um, his eighth studio album, Al Green Explores Your Mind. It dropped in the October of Noct... I was about to say Noctine. Um, 1974. Uh, Prime and most known hints was, of course, Shalala, which is playing the background right now. The, the background. I say the background. Okay, yeah, it's playing in the background right now. Um, but also keep an eye out in the up and coming following weeks as, as much as I will. Okay, ugh. as I cover more, there you go. Uh, as I cover more of the vinyls in the collection, I will, of course, be making a big ass playlist of them and just having a song per album just on a really big one. Now, this is honestly, that's lucky by being another fun experience of mine because half of those records I pulled so far didn't have any type of, uh, like, they weren't on, like, Spotify, but maybe they might be on, like, another site and I could probably download it and try to edit it in, but if they'll let me do that. But yeah, let's get into it. So right now, listen to Shalala by Al Green off his album. Eighth Studio Allen, Al Green Explores Your Mind, uh, Soul, of course. Right now, my personal favorite off of this album has to be School Days or I'm Hooked on You. Boppers. When I say boppers, girl, I say boppers. Boppers. There's bops. Um, literally, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there's nine songs on this album highly recommend to give it a listen if you just want some soul music or you need that sunday morning i'm about to get ready and clean my whole house tunes for my peoples who know you know um and yeah uh the next album 
I found, or next vinyl I found, was by this uh, pop group called The Union Gap. And this is featuring their little stint that they had with uh, Gary Puckett. Uh, it sort of dropped around January of 1968. I couldn't find anything on... I mean, they have the hit song Woman, Woman on there. I, I was sort of in an Al Green mood when I found it. So I was like, you know what? Let's keep on Al Green. I don't want to turn it off. The fuck? Um, and that's exactly what happened. Um, I Yeah, I hooked, I'm hooked on you, turned on, and I sort of just got into a mood. So I didn't really listen to it. Um, but hits off of there include Woman, Woman. I personally... So the album itself is not anywhere really on... Um, Spotify, which I'm a Spotify kid, so I don't. I'm not about to sign up to no Apple Music right now. I'm trying to find it. Even then, I don't know if it's on there. But if you have Apple Music and you find me on there, per listen to it. Um, but the hits, Woman, Woman, and other hits of theirs. I'm sorry, that's really unprofessional, but still, like, I didn't. So, okay, I should stay to Warner. Oh, Warner. War- warning. So, let's pretend like we were wanting to do this. Warning ahead of time. Most of these albums will not be on streaming services. You'll probably see a podcast. And this is like a big warning for all my Spotify users. You're probably gonna, not going to find a lot of these on Spotify. Um, or just in any really streaming site. You could try YouTube. YouTube is always the best bet. Especially for oldies. Which sort of these first 10 are sort of oldies. Um... Like, there's nothing past the year of, like, like, there's literally nothing past the year, like, 1978 in this first 10. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, so this is very much an oldies episode. Um, but yeah, if you want to deep dive and then, like, let everyone know where you got, like, where you found it at or let me know, please do. You know where the social's at. You know where we be. So, please tune in. Um, but yeah, that's the Union Gap featuring Gary Puckett, Woman Woman. Check it out. I heard a couple of chords from it, and it sounds pretty nice. Um, like, 68 pop hits, you know? Like, they sort of gave me, like, we were trying to be the Beatles, but we weren't being the Beatles. And I sort of respect that. Um, next album I found... That now I can't find. Where is it? Oh, there you go. Um, sorry, this is just so abrupt. Song changes. My bad. Yeah. Um. So next one on the list is by a band called Traffic. Uh, this is off of their "The Low Spark of High Heel Boys" album. It's more progressive rock, jazz fusion. If you're down for it, uh, this is their fifth studio album. That dropped over in November of 1971. The hits, of course, the title track, The Low Spark of High Heel Boys. It's pretty cool. My personal fave right now is the one I'm playing in the background called Light It Up or Leave Me Alone. Um, or Light It, Light Up or Leave Me Alone. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Pretty funky donkey. Um, this album particularly is really special because, yes, I just ate my cookie. I don't care. Sorry. Um, this album is particularly really special, though, considering the fact that this is right around the time, or basically when they made this album. This is the first time they had their, um, I believe it's their harmonist in there. Wait, 
Oh my god. Hold on. Let me find it. So. Yeah. So this is the first studio album that the English rock band, yes, they're English, uh, English rock band Traffic dropped uh, that features their percussionist uh, Rebop Kwaku Ba? Kwaku? Yeah, I say right. K W A K U. Kwaku. Oh, I'm, no, I said it wrong. Okay. So, first time they ever featured their percussionist Rebop Kwaku Ba. And the only studio appearance, like ever, of drummer Jim Gordon and bassist Rick Greach. So, pretty good stuff, man. Pretty good stuff. Progressive rock, jazz fusion. Um, this traffic, I honestly, personally, you're gonna see it when I drop it on Tumblr a little later in a bit. Um, the album cover looks like a cube. Hear me out, okay? So, literally, when you see it, it's the craziest thing. It's literally so. If you look at this up on like Spotify or on Google, the picture of it is going to have those top, that top right hand corner and that bottom left hand corner blocked out. But if you have the vinyl in hand, those are not like there. Like it's literally the album cover looks like a 3D cube and it looks like it's slanted square in a sense instead of a full square. Um, I love the album cover though. It's really... I don't know, it's giving me like Salvador Dali vibes, but if you meant like like Prince cover, I guess, it's really dope. Um, I love it. And then the group name itself is pretty cool. Traffic. Simple. Straight to the point. Traffic. Um, so for, yeah, but that was third one. Traffic, the low spark of High Hill Boys. Definitely check it out. Now... I put it on silent for this point because this is where I got irritated during my finds. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. The third album I pulled out, I'm not going to link it. I'm not going to say anything about it because they're based on terrible 80s dance movies that I will never want to mention a day in my life. But if I probably said this around a family member who was fully grown around the 80s, they'll probably say, oh my God, you're young. You don't understand how great that movie was. No, the movie's terrible. We don't want to hear it. The name, The name of both the movies... Or well, the name of the one movie I'm really irritated by is really terrible. The other one is a classic. It's a staple. I never watched it, but it just gives off classic staple vibes. Like, look at the soundtrack. It's just too for its time. So, the third one, I wish I was lying to you. I really wish I was lying to you when I say this. I pulled out the Breaking soundtrack. Now, for people who don't know what Breaking is, don't look it up. Don't bother. Don't waste your eyeballs and your time. It's just a really bad 80s breakdance movie featuring white people. Now, I know that sounds rude, but like, if I had to think of a time frame where people dance really terribly that was not like black people, I would really honestly say the 80s. Like, how the dance moves didn't make no damn sense. It was literally just that, it was basically the Carlton. That's like the most genuine dance move that they did, unless they were doing like heavy drugs, but that's a whole another conversation for another day. But I'm not bringing up breaking, period. It's too, just no, just no, just no, just no. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. <sighs> like, no, what is it? Yeah, it's a musical romance from 1984. 
oh my god no like literally just like one of the songs is called body work i don't even want to know what that means i don't want to know so basically oh my god so basically might as well just give a quick synopsis of what each movies are because I'm never going to watch them. And to save you the time, let's, for you to not watch them, sure, let me tell you about it. Um, it's a movie from 84. It's basically like, remember the movie from like the early 2000s, Save the Last Dance with like Julio Stiles and like um, that one guy who messed up his best friend's wedding and the uh, best man's wedding or the best friend's groom? No, yeah, it was best man's wedding. Um, the one with the glasses who wrote the book. Um, yeah, I don't know why I can remember Julia Stiles' name and not his name. That's really sad. Anyway, I'll I'll look it up later. I'll take that L right now. Whatever. But so basically, this is sort of it. That Save the Last Dance is inspiration. Now, if you never watch a Save Save the Last Dance, do you remember um Dance Flick? Yeah. So Save the Last Dance is the movie Dance Flick was making fun of. You know, Dance Flick with Wayans, Wayans Brothers. But it's basically the movie that they were making fun of. But basically what Breaking is, is the initial movie that inspired Save the Last Dance. So without Breaking, we probably wouldn't have Save the Last Dance. And then we probably wouldn't have Dance Flick, which I love Dance Flick. It's the funniest movie of all time. Just the one scene where he's like, I'm coming to pick up my kid. And literally just picks him up and puts him right back down on dips. It's the funniest thing ever. Um, yeah. Wait. You are got to be fucking me, bro. Are you for real? Okay. Well, apparently... <laughs> this is probably why I really hate this movie, too. So, Breaking... It has adapted from West Side Story. So West Side Story is the reason that we're stuck with Breaking and then that world we're stuck with Say the Last Dance, but we were end up blessed with Dance Flick. That's so stupid. I, I feel that like it's so idiotic, but that makes sense though. You know, the hey, the girls really love they Romeo and Juliet. Let's just say that. Now, do they have to put it in dance format? No. They didn't, but they did, and we just have to deal with that. Um, I'm just gonna read you the synopsis, whatever. Um, so Kelly, yes, Kelly, is a classically trained jazz dancer who's tired of warding off her amar. Why would you put this big word right here? I haven't read a book in so long. I feel so. I really bimboified myself, and I didn't intend to. Um. Amoros? Amoros. Why would y'all put this big ass word in the synopsis? Like people will understand what that word is. Um, her Amoros teacher and hung hunger. They put hungry. Why would you put hungry? It's hunger. Whatever. Um, hunger for a new outlet when she befriends street dancers Ozone. Yes, Ozone, which the actor's nickname is Shabadoo. I hate the 80s, bruh. And Turbo. What? 
So the actors who play Ozone and Turbo, they're in real life names is Adolfo Shabadu the Why can't I pronounce words today? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Whatever. Their names are basically Shabadu and Boogaloo Shrimp. How do you get the nickname Boogaloo Shrimp? How does somebody get that nickname? Boogaloo Shrimp. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, yo, I think that's boy Boogaloo right there. Hey, Boogaloo Shrimp. Hey, like, no. No one conscious. No one would ever accept that nickname. See, Darius is in the back grunting about it. Because who the hell is going to accept a nickname like Boogaloo Shrimp? Weirdos in the 80s, that too. Why are you taking my bonnet? Look at my bonnet. Look at my bonnet. Thank you. My sweet boy. Anyway, um, she's blown away by their unique and original moves. She soon volunteers to help them defeat a rival group of street dancers, learning breakdancing skills along the way and sharing some moves of her own. It's basically... Literally, are you telling me West Side Story is the reason we are cursed with this shit? And 92% of people like this movie. I mean, that's Google users, so that that's irrelevant. It got 33 on Rotten Tomatoes. How did you get that high? How did you get that high? And the box office is 38 point whatever. Whatever. I'm irritated. Yes, I'm a hater for breaking. I hate breaking. Breaking is the dumbest movie on earth. I'll be a hater until I croak. If there's one thing I'm going to do, it's hate on the movie breaking. And we really got that shit from the West Side Story. That's so stupid. Anyway, over to the better movie side. Top two and she ain't number two. Beach Street. I'm so sorry. I just realized how quiet it is. And I just really emphasized the word Beach Street that heavy. My bad. Anyway, Beach Street. Okay, per. This is the one you should be checking out. I don't know what breaking is. You tell me this white lady gonna lead us to freedom from our rival dance crew with her ballet moves? Girl, bye. Um, shoot, you better pull up them leg warmers, use them as knee pads, and let's get cracking. Period. Because I don't know what the fudge that is. Anyway, breaking. And dropped in 84. They literally dropped in the same year, I think. That's so rude. And they had the better. So basically, Beach Street is the better soundtrack, the better cast, the better hair gel, the better everything. Of the two, they literally dropped the same year, which is really sad. Um, and she's an original story girl. She ain't based off a of nothing. Okay, so boom. At the forefront of early hip-hop culture, DJ Kenny Kirkland. Yes, like Kirkland jeans from Costco. And his B-boy brother, Lee. That's it? Oh, okay. Just his B-boy brother, Lee. Um, And graffiti artist, Ramon. I don't know why I put an accent on that. I... I'm sorry, I'm like personally hating myself because I don't know what I was trying to do with that. And I know damn well I can't roll my R's. I'm so sorry. Just just skip this part. Anyway, I'm not ending this part out either, which is... <sighs> they all have hopes of showcasing their talents outside of the confines of South Bronx, New York. When Tracy Carlson 
a composer and choreographer runs into Kirkland and Lee at one of Manhattan's hottest nightclubs. She offers Lee an opportunity to perform on TV. However, the crew has a long way to go before achieving their dreams. So literally, just to break it down, basically, they're on the way up. They get spotted. or No, not spotted. They get scouted. They're like, okay, cool. We have this opportunity to really blow up right now, but they're just too young to blow up because they already got some other fish to fry. Now, here's how you know she's a bad bitch. She got a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDB. I don't know why I say it so slow. Um, she got 50% on Ron. Uh, no, 57%. My bad. She got 57% on Ron Tomato. She got 68 on Metacritic. And only 79% of people like this movie out of Google users. And most Google users who actually have take the time out of their day to rate a movie are Caucasian. So, boom. Look at that. There you go. There you go. That and also, girl, like, the soundtrack is a bop. Like, they got The System. They got Cindy Menzel. They have Grandmaster Flash on like the first joint on there, girl. Get on it. Beach Street Breakdown. Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. Ugh. Like, like, come on. Step up. How you gonna compete where you can never ever compare, baby? You better listen to Beach Street. You gotta listen to Beach Street. But yeah, it's basically just those two soundtracks. So, the third one I found. Or actually, no, the technical, the fourth one I found was Breaking, and then the fifth one I found technically was Beach Street. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I am gonna sell that Breaking soundtrack. I don't want that shit. Hit me up, cause I'm not, I'm not keeping that at my house. That's disgusting. Anyway, next one I found. Um, I couldn't find it on streaming services, which also sucks. Like literally, the it's where like some of these albums are like old as hell, so you really won't be able to find it on a streaming service like that. Darius, why are you playing with the string on my jacket? All right, do you? Um, basically, the band is called the Seagull Schwal Band. Yes, they're British. Um, this is off the album I found was their 953 West album. Um, it's basically their third album that they released. They dropped it in August of 1973. It's more what sources called it American Electric Blues. It's basically blues rock. I don't know what the fuck American Electric Blues is. No offense, but like, I don't know why. Um, they didn't have any real big hits off of the album alone. Um, and I can't really even tell you what my personal fave is off the album because I wasn't able to hear it, but I do love the cover art. The artistry on that was really pretty. I love like each and every one of them so far, I love the cover art I found for them because it's very intricate and very like sign of the times type of albums, but they're so cute. Um, yeah. So the next one I found after that, this also I couldn't find on streaming services. Like literally these few, like I found a few of Beach Street songs on streaming services. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but everything else. So, okay, here's what I'm pissed about. Out of these four I'm about to list to you, the only one I for surely found, like like fully complete on streaming services, was Breaking. So you don't understand how pissed off I am that I found Breaking before I found Beach Street, Seagull Schwa Band, and Homegirl 3, um, which 
is the next one I found. It's a complication by various artists. It's more soulish centric, but it's also like Pacific music. That's what sources described it as, which I was like, why are you describing it as Pacific? But it's a lot of Pacific and Hawaiian artists on there. I guess it was like a creative, like collective um, effort to like put this out. And of course it's homegrown three. So there's two more out there or probably more after that. Um, and basically it was just like to go to local funds and stuff for, I believe just like nonprofits around them as well as to help out with like some cities and like villages and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Um, it was released by KKUA records, um, out in 1978. That's as much information I can even find about it. It's pretty tucked off. Um, but yeah, if you know anything more about that, please let us know. And by us, I mean me and my cats. Um, but mostly me because the boys aren't doing anything. Yeah. So that was that. Um, oh, oh my God. You can hear me throwing things and being excited for this next one. Oh my god, 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 oh my god. Ooh, turn some turn up, turn up, turn up. Okay, I'm not gonna lie to you. I never heard this woman a day before in my life before I found this album. And when I tell you, she had me gagged. I mean, get like, cause when I found the record, it still had like the plastic on it. Like a little bit, like it was open up perfectly enough to like where you can still pull the record out, but the plastic was on it. The cover is sickening. Like she was giving me something the like of the times right now. Like, like I don't know. I would love to see Normani like recreate this because either Normani or like Ryan Destiny recreate this like album cover because that would be such a fucking sir. I present to you Shirley Bassey. Okay. Shirley Bassey. Wait, no. I'm going to do another one. Yup. Yup. Miss Shirley Bassey on her 21st, I mean 21st studio album released in 1976 one of the only first of its own like it can never be recreated it can never be copied ow there you don't be rude don't be rude um basically first of its own only copy like no one else could even attempt to do what she did and i 21st 21st number 13 on uk album charts and number 149 on billboard 200 this is more jazz, but yeah, Shirley Bassey, love, life, and feelings. I'm a stan now. I don't know if you could really be a stan for like artists of back in the day, but we're going to do it. Shirley Bassey crew, stand up. <laughs> stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Because number 21. Out of this whole list, this is probably people's first, their eighth, or whatever, like, albums. Her 21st, bruh. I'm a stan. How you not gonna like my girl Shirley? How you gonna not gonna like my girl Shirley Bassey? 
kiss today goodbye and point toward tomorrow girl wish me luck the same to you she's eating y'all up she's eating y'all up hide your throats because she's snatching them can't regret what you did for what uh girl girl gone gone love is never gone yes 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 you can tell i just binge watched pose season three last night and cried all throughout it and guess what what about it because i did and i'm sad because today goodbye girl like and what about it stop it like honestly out of this whole album my favorite so far has been the hungry years like first of all it's called the hungry years the name of it itself is like a gag like this is her other bop on here isn't it a shame i love this album cover i'm like obsessed with the album cover i can't wait to post everything but my personal fave the hungry years girl girl that this woman just serves i love her so much um did you hear that shit y'all hear that shit yeah see i wouldn't be awake i would not mind at all being awoken on my sunday mornings as a child to shirley bassey listen what Mm -hmm. her 21st her 20 fucking first album bitch turn it up real bald headed hoe shit turn it up mm -hmm. isn't it a shame baby eat him up Eat him up, Miss Bassey. Eat him up. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. As much as I wanted to be a Shirley Bassey session, when I tell you I screamed, a scream I never scrumped before, I'm so fucking. Woo! Woo! Okay, 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 okay. This one I'm so excited about. Like, deadass. Um. I'm so excited about this one. So I literally pulled it out the bag. Now I'm a little, I'm excited, but I'm a little disappointed because the vinyl that I have for it. So when you look up this album cover, they have basically the Earth. That it's the Earth, right? But America or like Northern America and like a good like fat chunk of like Africa are red, right? And everything else is green. And of course, the planet's blue. And then there's black fists around the earth, but it's like in a fighting position. Like I'm about to sock you the fuck out. And I'm a little disappointed because the vinyl I have doesn't have the like black arms and fists around it. That looks like it's about to knock me the fuck out, um, which I'm really sad. But for my girlies with their grandparents, how to wake up on Sunday mornings hearing the shits. This is for you. You already know the fuck going on. It's the Stylistics Round 2, released in October of 1972. 
um, I'm not gonna lie, most of these bops in the 70s were dropping in October, and I sort of liked it. That's really cute. A lot of them were probably roughly like little Scorpios, October Libras. That makes sense. I like that. I'm not a big Scorpio girl, but actually, I'm lying. Like, fuck, y'all cool. Um, but damn, that's cute. That's a gag. Um, this is album number two for them, mind you. Round two. By the Stylistics is their second album. But it already sounds like they've been in the game for like a dummy long. Just based off the song. I sort of love it a bit. Um, Rosa Bob. Um, personal favorite is the one playing right now. Um, if you don't watch out. Uh, there's a nut. There's a lot. Actually, I changed it. So my favorite has to be if you don't watch out. But the one I'm playing right now in the background is it's too late. It she uh a gag. A gag, a gag, a gag, a gag, a gag, a gag. So yeah, this is the stylistics girl. The stylistics. <laughs> Fuck. Even the fucking the album cover itself. I don't know what it is with me and album covers, but chokehold. It has me in a fucking chokehold, and I'm obsessed with it. Um, next album on the list on the list um, is by um, none other than the. I will. I already feel like it's the greatest. If you heard any type of Barry White song, the vocals in the back are always top tier. Um, so of course it would only make sense that the most top tier vocalist, I feel like, are making the albums on themselves. Um, the group is called Love Unlimited. And the one I found, uh, the album I found was Under the Influence Of, um, which I'm not going to lie to. I think it's autographed by one of the members. I just can't tell. Cause there's like two handwritten names on the album cover I found. And I'm like, I don't know who those are. <laughs> But if it's literally like both of the members or like two other three of the members on there, I would cry. I would cry, even though it's my first time hearing about them. Like I've heard of them and you most likely have heard of them because they're very more known for being um, Barry White's background vocal trio, um, which Barry White also did produce this album for them. This is their second um, album released. Um, it was released in 1973 um, in the month of July. Personal fave, I really wish I could tell you a personal favorite from there, but I can't um, because I couldn't find it on streaming services either. But once I find everything, I'll link everything, of course. But And I'll update this, obviously. But R&B album, Barry White produced it. Like, Barry White, Barry White, Barry White. It's Barry White. Um, it's a bop, for real. Um... This is still the stylistics in the background, but yeah, I I also especially love the album cover, which I'm really pissed about because on all the streaming services, you'll see the album cover or like they'll use the album cover as a, like a cover photo for them in some places, but they don't have the actual album, which is really stupid. So Spotify, step your game up, please. Um... As if I'm about to go anywhere else. It's about Spotify. That's really funny. Um, anyway, so 
I oh, didn't mean to put that on. Damn girl. Okay. Last one for the episode. Um, I don't know why I thought I was going to talk way more than this, but I guess not. I lied. <laughs> My bad. No? Yeah. So that's one I found. Um, this was like made and released in Germany, I believe. Um, it's like more funk soul genre. Uh, released in 1971. I don't even know what album this is for them. I just know this is the album. Like, I don't know if this is the first. I don't know if this is the last. I don't know if it's the 15th. I don't know what album this is. But it's an album. Um, it's by Junior Walker and the All-Stars. It's titled Moody Junior. Um, personal favorites is the one I'm playing right now, Walk in the Night. Um, and yeah. Um... But this is honestly like, it's my first time hearing it. And it's a bop. And I love it. Um, ooh, going back on something I was talking about earlier. Which one was it? Okay, so back to traffic from earlier. I forgot to mention this when I was talking about them. Don't ever play progressive rock around cats. I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but the way I see my cats go from we're literally chilling right now to like spazzing, like spazzing, like they probably took something spaz. It's very concerning. Um, so be wary if you have pets and you're playing progressive rock. I feel like dogs are probably cool with it. I I know a few people who like progressive rock and they have dogs, so I feel like they I. But with cats, be careful, be mindful. It's a weird actual fact that cats actually really enjoy classical music. Um, but at the same time, that's some cats, not all of them. Like if I put on classical music, my cats will start running around the house frantically. But if I put on Mac Miller, they're chilling. They're taking a nap. So yeah, but this is the last one. Junior Walker and the All-Stars with Moody Jr. It's a bop. I there's not a lot more I can say about it. It's a bop. Oop, and I didn't mean to do that. And I just did it. Cause I'm a goof. Okay. Wait. Can I? Yeah, there we go. Um. When was this drop? Oh, okay. It was actually yeah. So on the first day of 1971, January 1st, it, it dropped. That's cute. Ten songs. Are like roughly 39 minutes. Like 40 minutes tops. So it's cute. Um, they also have other hits on there. Or at least what I consider hits on there. Way Back Home. Banger. I Don't Want to Do Wrong. Another banger. Um, Bristol's Way if you want to feel like dark and heavy. You know, like you're on Marvin's Room, Aaron G. But you're not exactly on Marvin's Room, Aaron G. I don't know how to explain that any other way. Unless for the people who understand my reference. Then I guess that's geared towards you. I guess. I don't know. Um... And yeah, I'm trying to like talk to it until it gets to the last song, but it's not, um, whatever. But yeah, thank you for coming. I did it again. I'm so sorry. Okay. Whatever. As if you're paying attention to the black background music. Um, yeah. So this has been another successful episode of not for real. 
I'm your favorite insect ant, telling you to have a nice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever type of night. Did I say Thursday? Thursday night too, I guess, if I didn't say Thursday for a reason. Yeah. Have a good night. Make sure you do your spring cleaning. Get your tarot read. Clean your house. Clean out your phone. Clean out your contacts. Clear out your block list. Make sure that they're still blocked. And, um, yeah. Stay warm. Stay toasty. Have a good night. Peace.